Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Build on that drama. Maximum blockage. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of Maximum Blockage. Sitting sitting opposite me is the John Deacon to my Freddie Mercury. Bretto, how's it going? John, uh, fair enough. Uh, I love Deeks. He's like sweet <laughs> on the bass. Slap at the bass, man. <laughs> yeah, he wears those sweet sweaters. Yes. Amazing. So that's a compliment. Um, yeah, I'm alright. It's surprisingly humid here. So hot and tiring. It's crazy. It wasn't fun today. No. Um, you excited to bl- break down another episode? I would be if it was a more exciting episode. This has been a really terrible week for the block, I personally think. Yeah, the producers are struggling, really, really struggling. Yeah. So it's Wednesday night, living room, living and dining, I should say. And basically, we recap with a challenge day, four swaps, all prizes go to an auction, Mitch and Mark make accusations, blow-ups galore, lies, betrayal, and one friendship is broken forever. Oh, no. That's a bit sad. Well, it can't have been that real of a friendship if this is all it took. We just don't get to see how much of a blossoming friendship they have because it's all edited out. Yeah, but you say much worse things to me than this, and we're still friends. Yes, friends. Co-hosts? Work Uh, acquaintances? Don't you know you're my nemesis? Oh. Gotcha. I thought you meant nematode. I don't know what that is. So I'm going to start the show. <laughs> uh, it starts off with accusations, and they're mostly at Jesse and Mel. Um, they're saying that the rooms look exactly the same as the St. Moritz. I feel that Elise made a pretty good point, where she's like, everyone gets inspiration from somewhere. You don't. There's no original ideas anymore. Well, yeah. Um, later in the episode, someone brings up that they copied their wallpaper from the... What is it? The Palm? Palm Spring... Palm Lakes in Palm Springs or something, something like that. Something like that. I'll read it to you later. Yeah, you've got it in your notes. <laughs> and now they're, Mitch and Mark are lowering their harshness. They're saying it's similarities instead of copying. Now, basically what their pictures that they showed that they were the same, which are up on the Maximum Blockage Facebook page. Absolutely. Good job, Brett. It took me ages to screenshot those <laughs> because I'm going to tell you this right now. The Nine Now app is horrendous okay i agree it's so hard to use i actually refuse to download it so. refuse so basically they had the same flaws can't argue with that they uh, were yeah. the same but who cares they're flaws yeah everyone's doing well not everyone half the blocks doing the chevron wood yeah floor it's so. just what's in this season yeah then they say marble around the range hood I oh, also no. think that's just a look for this season. Yeah, it's not even like similar marble. One's like a grey with lots of Very streaks. dark, yeah. yeah. And Jesse's is like bright white. Yep. Um, and then we've got uh, the same doors. Yes. Uh, although his trim is brass and theirs is uh, like a brushed steel. But I just want on that, I just want to say like Jesse has clearly shown that he really loves those doors. Yeah. The way that he talks about them, we went on well, about it. Well, obviously he saw them somewhere. Like everything Mitch and Mark have in their apartment, they obviously saw somewhere. Yeah. Like like he, on display at Beacon <laughs> or Freedom. Yeah. Uh, just give me the whole harsh. Freedom display. Then, Done. then they say that they have the same light fittings and yeah. it's like a chandelier which is like, it's a chandelier. Yeah, they're both chandeliers. Yeah. That's it. Um, so, you think for a couple of old renovators, they would know the difference between one chandelier and another. Yeah, so, the <coughs> are really acting like... <coughs> and it really, really upsets me, and I just want to say they're a bunch of mother... 
Oh, yeah. I'm so Don't angry. Don't hold back, Josh. Oh, <laughs> God. The go- lucky for the goat sound. Good old goat. They were really carrying on here and it wound me up. So I guess that the editing did its job. Yeah. Good work, Billy, there with that. I think it was Julian, but anyway. Oh, righto. So oh, then. I was talking to our go- in studio oh, goat, Billy. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about He saved you. Pulling now your tail like that. have to make this um, explicit. <laughs> um, so then. But no, yeah, they were acting the fools. Yeah. And, you know. Like I said, at first I thought this was a joke and they just kept going with it. Yeah. And then they just surprised that people are like, why are you saying these things? Yeah. So then they claimed that Julian told them to drive out there and have a look at it. Yeah. They reckon the producer of the block, Julian, is the instigator of all this. Which Scotty claims it's not him who did it. They just went out there of their own volition. Yeah. But Julian's super keen to not be the scapegoat for this one. Yeah. I enjoy that they're, like, letting you know how real the block is that they create their own drama. Yeah. Look, some we do beat up a lot of drama, all right? But this time, it, it wasn't, wasn't us. us. Yeah. So, <laughs> then we go to Jesse and Mel, and they're swapping their audio for a Honda Moto package. So, the challenge is still happening, apparently. Yes. So, we actually see some challenge. This is just the worst challenge. Like, it's As a bad visual TV. concept. Yeah. What it's are you going to Like, you're going to look at someone on the phone. Yeah, I guess and then walk into a place and work grab better the on the radio, but you still don't get to hear the other side of the conversation on the phone or anything. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of people rigging around a bunch of businesses asking for donations. Exciting. It's terrible. Like they don't even have to go in store. Only two couples ever go in store. Yeah. And one of the times they go in store, just meet the guy there that they'd already organized it with. So it was super boring. Yeah, so then we're back to the drama of the episode, and apparently the boys told Jesse and Mel that this was happening before they went on the interview with um, Jess. Okay. So, basically, it looks like it's coming down to Mitch and Mark versus the producer as to who took who down there, or who, you know... Jesse basically accused... Well, the producer accuses Mitch and Mark of calling him up to be like, oh, you've got to have a look at this, they're cheating. Yeah, it's a real he said, she said. Yep. Then um, Jesse and Mel are out buying stuff and the producers show them the footage of Mitch and Mark calling them on the way back from the St. Moritz. Yeah, Julian busts out his proof. He's proof that this time it wasn't him. Yep. So then Jesse's like, hey, look, as soon as I saw that footage and learnt the, the truth, I texted Julian and I just apologised straight away. Yep. Which is how adults should handle situations. <laughs> Later no. on, I guess we'll figure out how Mitch and Mark, the liars... As they're older, they must be more adult. This makes total sense. It does make sense. Yep. Logic. So, at this point, the challenge is basically fizzling out because of the drama. Did it really, like, heat up enough to then fizzle out? Oh, I just was like... I got the impression that the channel, like they just cancelled the challenge because of this drama. Obviously, it picks back up, but... Yeah, every other couple just stops bothering with the challenge, except for Matt and Elise. They're still running around. Most other couples only do one trade and then stop. Yeah. That's it. Even though they know they're behind. Like, everyone knows Mitch and Mark have the 40 grand smeg gear and they are sitting on, like, 20 or 30 grand worth of stuff and they don't even bother trying to trade it up. Yeah. They're like, this is just pants. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. So, to prove how terrible this episode was, the editors had to put in the fact that Matt and Elise made the bigger trade than... Um, Mitch and Mark at this point. Yeah. To break up the fact 
like all of this controversy. Yeah, so they they show you them running around trying to get this better trade, and then later on they try and do suspense to reveal who won. But they've already showed you this part where they did a trade up. Yeah. So how can you then have suspense? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, they, man, they are really struggling. So then after that, we go to Mitch checking in on Jesse and Mel. Yep. And he's just being a real condescending... <laughs> um, Jesse calls him out on it and basically says, look, I've seen the footage. I see that it was you who rang up to say that we were cheating. I thought that we were friends. Yeah, but he confronts him face to face. Yeah. Like a stand-up bloke. Like, or person even. Sorry for being a genderist. <laughs> but yeah, he goes to him like every other time you say, oh man, you just got to come to me and tell me if you've got a problem. So he goes to him and says, look, this is the deal. And Mitch is like super cry well, he keeps that he's being lying. confronted. He's like, oh no, that wasn't, that's not how it went. He's like, I've seen the footage. Yeah, he does this keep lying. This is what lying. happens. Yeah, there's literal footage. You know you're on a TV show, right? Yeah, so then Jesse and Mel are like, oh, well, here's the facts. We saw you do it. You did it. Just admit to it. Yeah. He doesn't even, like, try to offer an apology. He just sticks to his guns that are wrong. When he finally does sort of, like... It's not even like an apology. It's more like, oh, I hope you're okay, Mel. Mel, I hope you're okay. I hope this hasn't affected our friendship, Mel. And it's just like, shouldn't you be apologising to both of them? Or more Jesse because it's him who you're claiming cheated? Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting because Mitch, like, comes over with treats to try and smooth everything over. And then gives him, like, a Godfather-style kiss when he, like, first sees him. And then they so hit him. So you're saying there's going to be a horse head. Yeah, I think so. But then they hit him with the, like, oh, we've seen the footage. We know you're lying. And then he gets all shirty. Yeah. So I don't honestly think that he's sorry. I think he's sorry that he got caught. He's not sorry that he did it. Yeah. And then, so after this bit of an awkward blow-up, they go back to Mitch walking into his apartment and they're like, oh, so do you want to say anything about that? And he carries on like a f- toddler, like a toddler, in the sense that he's just like, no, I don't want to talk about it. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about me being called out for my lies and looking like a fool on TV. Of course not, because that's uncomfortable, Josh. Oh, you do it, so you should be called out. Yeah, but then Scotty does like a weird sketch thing where they show the teams on the couch not talking and in voiceover he's like so does anyone want to talk about this oh nah and then they cut to another team on the couch well and then oh i guess no one's talking about it and you're like there's clearly just footage of the teams waiting for the producers to give them questions and they're trying to like make some weird more drama out of it like they're really grasping at straws to try and get this to full length Yeah, I thought that the walk-around was going to be at this point and we might break up this terrible storyline with some, like, looking at the rooms. Yeah, we just... We barely see the rooms this whole episode. Yeah. Like, they're revealed on the weekend. This is it till reveal. How are we even supposed to try and pick who's who? Yeah, like, nothing is really done at this point. Yeah. So, then Mitch is upset that they showed his true colours... And he carries on like he's in Fast and the Furious and starts driving like a flog. Yep. Oh, yeah. He nearly kills him on the road driving around. Yeah. Like the- Mark's like gripping onto the dash thinking he's going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're just like... Oh, I don't know God. if he should have let Mitch drive. Oh, I wouldn't have. I wanted to know if Jesse has finished his room and going to have a game of golf with Keith. That's like nothing. Yeah, I'd much rather know about that. Yeah. 
Like, has this slowed him down that much that he's had to be caught up Is he going to finish? This? Yeah. Like, the earliest ever? Like, apparently, waterproofing on Tuesday was a huge deal. There was trophies and everything. And now, nothing about this? Mm. Come right. on, guys. There's so much more interesting things to look at. Like, apparently, Elise is building a medieval-style castle turret in, for her... Um, We'll, we'll get to that. Oh, Don't sorry. Am I jumping the gun? Oh, you love giving the spoilers. To I do. Them. Keep All them right. listening. Keep them coming. That'll come later. All right. So, I guess we're back to... Oh, it's challenge time and Shelly looks fine. The contestants come and waste their time. Oh, it's challenge time. It's going to bore you out of your mind. So, like Bretto was saying earlier, they tried to do it so there was as much suspense as possible. Yeah, they tried. Basically, they went, Mitch and... But they'd already showed. Yes, I know. It's, it's like, oh, this is the killer. Now, on SVU, watch as we figure out who it is. And you're like, okay, great. Yeah. Amazing. So, basically, they went 1K to 5K. Then they went to the 45K with their barley and um, gift voucher at yep. Duty Free or whatever Duty it free. was. Um, Lottos? Jesse and Mel yeah. went 1K to 5K in the sound system, traded that to the motorbike package. Yeah. Luke and Tess only got the car. Uh, Andy and Deb, the pearl. Mitch and Only Mark. got the car. Only a car. Look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants. Well, I'm just saying they didn't do too much after that. No, they. like I said, everybody stopped. They got one. They went, oh, that was real hard. Let's stop. Yeah. Uh, then we went to Mitch and Mark. They obviously went there 1 to 40K of their uh, Smeg appliances. Yep. And then they did the big reveal that Elise and Matt had done it. So there's 5K for them. And Brett, are you happy for her? Because she was happy that she won and you've previously accused her of not being happy enough when she wins. Yes, she looked super happy. And I think that's because she didn't think she was going to win and then they won. See? Matt's plan worked. Yeah. Plan not to win. Bam, you win. Super happy. (laughs) That's a life lesson. Aim low. Nothing... Everything will excite you. Yeah. How good. She does jump around really weird, though, when she wins. Jess claimed that she had quite a good body, and as a loyal boyfriend, I definitely wasn't looking. <laughs> oh, your um, fiancé, Jess. Yeah. Oh, right. Jess was checking her out. Yeah, she's like, dude, she's got a good body. And I'm like... <laughs> this is a building show, Jess? Yeah. God. I can't put that in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you just did. I know. All right, I'll cut it. <laughs> so then we go to Scotty with a bit of housekeeping news. The rooftop terrace... Um, it, that everyone's added yeah. because it should have been on the plan. So they won't have enough time or budget to get it done. So the comp is going to go an extra week and they'll get an extra 20k. I have decided to add an extra week to this competition. Oh. And to give each team an extra $20,000. Yeah, so... What? It's like Scotty's admitting that the terrace should have been on there, really, in my mind. Yes, I I agree with that. Um, But what was that name that you gave me when I was predicting stuff really well? Uh, Jostradamus. It's not just you who can do a bit of editing magic. I've gone back to a previous podcast and I found a little clippy that I want to play and I think that we should listen to this. Apparently, this year's block was so big that they went two weeks over schedule. Schedule? And that they will never do one this size again. So, that was main... That's not Jostradamus, that's insider information. It doesn't matter. I predicted that this was going to go longer. you're more like an investigative journalist. And that explains why you have the hat with the card in the side. Wow, And the big old-timey camera. 
and you call everything a hot scoop. I've got those hot scoops and yeah, some poops. <laughs> let me tell you, that's another podcast. Don't worry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, Weekly Planet. Weird. <laughs> um, so then we start the official walk arounds, and we're going to start in five and work back to one because you know we're building that drama. Oh, got to build that drama because we care what M- Matt, oh Mitch and Mark have to say. So we go into Jesse, and this honestly made me have a bit of a laugh because. Jesse's playing the auction from last season. Yeah, he's watching himself on TV. And he's sort of reenacting it. And, and Mel's giving just himself like a bit shaking of, her oh. head. Head in hands. I thought that just was face so palm good. Just and just nah. So they... No, he's like, check out, look, everyone else got like songs, but I got like Beyonce song <laughs> and like, oh man. And I'm like, God damn it, Jesse. <laughs> we almost liked you. And then you're doing this weird stuff. No, made me like it more. That was great. Oh, you, you need help. But... Uh, like you said previous, they didn't mention if he was going to finish early or not or anything to do with that. Yeah. Um, basically, Scott stirs the pot with a bit of a copying comment as he's walking away. Yep. Anything else to add to that little walk around? Uh, oh, I thought the water walk around was terrible. We saw barely... Like, we saw Tess and Luke putting some wall tiles on, which you didn't like. But we'll get to it. Yeah, but I don't know. The walk around was just... It's not as good as previous weeks. Like, we have no idea what they're doing well, or the how the rooms are Well, the walk around was just look. trying to beat up drama. Like, they didn't even talk about the building. Yeah. They just went, oh, so what about this drama? Yeah, drama, drama, drama. And most of the couples were like, uh, look, we just don't really care about it. We're trying to build a house. Yeah. So the walk around was just uh, terrible. I don't know if you've noticed, but, like, we've got no budget and we've basically got to do everything. So we haven't really been focusing on... Yeah, but I don't know. Previous this? walk arounds, Shelley comes in and tells them what she thinks about the room. What and they could change or yeah, what's going to win them. What, yeah, she's like, normally just in there going, I love it all, it's great. Or, oh, are you sure about the shower heads? But like, this time they're all just in like, ooh, how about this drama? Let's beat up some drama. Ooh, drama. And the couple's like, nah. And that's it. <laughs> it's the worst walk around. Yeah. Well, then we go to Elise and Ned Flanders' room. I mean, Matt. That was just her <laughs> great take. Um. I guess when they ask him, they're like, well, everyone should stand up for what they feel and, you know, call them out if they have to. And basically implying that they don't want to get involved in drama. And I'm like, you guys make a lot of drama for yourselves. They don't want to get involved in other people's drama. They're busy building their own drama. It's like if you've got a bonfire and somebody over there has like a little campfire, you're like, look, I'm busy with this bonfire, all right? I got this bonfire amount of drama going on constantly. I don't need to worry about that little (laughs) campfire over there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Matt's answer was kind of like a weird politician answer. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So I guess what we saw in there was the weird medieval bricks. Yes. Which don't match anywhere else in the house, no, in my opinion. because I don't know if uh, the listeners remember their formal lounge, but yep. it's not bricked or anything. It told a story. Oh, that no. Well, that was the wine and cheese they put out. Yeah, I know. And then I was super disappointed they didn't tell the story in the bedroom, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm thinking that this is telling the Game of Thrones story. Absolutely. Mitch and Mark are oh, going to yeah. get killed at the wedding. And they're going to like impale some people <laughs> yep. around. Yeah. It's going right. to be dope. So yeah, basically, no. basi- Well, they kept saying that it was like a ski lodge style. Uh, they look... Yeah, they don't... I don't know. I thought ski lodge style bricks or stone were like more, more thinner usually. Like these definitely look like medieval castle wall bricks or blocks stone yeah i didn't like it personally no it's way too dark they're way too thick 
And like we were saying, the former lounge, which is just around the corner, the fireplace looks completely different. And they won that room. Yeah. Like, they should totally just Jesse-style copy that formal lounge and just make it bigger in the normal lounge, like he did with his bedrooms. I think Matt should have spoken up. I honestly think that, like, red bricks would have worked better in that house than what they've put in. Well, I just think once you've done a no-brick fireplace in the formal lounge, yeah. just you got to do the same. Continue it everywhere. Yeah. But he did say he didn't think it worked. Yeah. And she's like, nah. It was funny because she asked his opinion... And sometimes I get the same kind of thing from other people I know. The HR department at work. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, so what do you think about this? And I'll say, and they're like, nah. And I'm like, no, no, but that's actually my opinion. No, no, no. No, it's not. Don't worry about it. You're like, okay. Why even ask my opinion? Yeah, I would Like she asked no, his opinion. Like, She's like, no, nah, that's not your opinion. Well, sometimes you just want a bit of backing. I feel like he was right. Yeah, I agree. So then we go to Andy and Deb, and Andy they ask Andy, like, how do you feel about the extra week? Are you happy about that or whatever? He is not happy. No, he's, he's basically ready to finish. over the block. And then Diplomatic Deb. Yes. She just basically defends everyone. Hopefully Andy um, comes back. I'm, I'm thinking he's just in a bit of a lull, but it's weird that he's in a lull because they've won two rooms in a row plus the 10 grand. He should be on a high right now. Yeah. So hopefully he bounces back because... It's the block's really gotten to him at the moment. Yep. Um, and then we go to Tess and Luke. Oh well, actually, I should ask you what you think about their room. You got any Andy and Debs? Yeah. Any opinions? Yeah, on it? it looks good. I like the floor. Um, they got a lot of wood like features on the walls and whatever that they um, apparently going to do because all we've seen is the drawing at the start of the week. Yeah. Because we don't get to see their room in the walk around. Why would you look at the room during the walk around? It's to build the drama. Oh, my God. Kill me. Yeah. I, what I've seen of their room, I like. So. Yep. Uh, so then we go to Tess and Luke, and they're laying some tiles. Yep. You know. In the way you hate. I do. I'm more of a stagger tile layer. Well, it's not tile, those particular tiles. Okay. Like bricks. They should be laid like bricks, those tiles around a fireplace. But right if you're doing tiles at home, they should be all straight up and down and you shouldn't see grout lines. Like what Jesse's going to do at the bottom of his fireplace. Oh, okay. That's how I like it. I just, yeah, those dark tiles on the um, walls, I don't think are going to look good anyway. So the judges might love them. <laughs> Probably. Um, and then, obviously, they ask them. They don't believe... Uh, that they're like cheating or whatever. Yeah, they're just like, no, it's not copying. They're just taking inspiration. Everyone takes it. But this is so boring. Yes. Like, we don't even get to see the rooms. I want to see where the rooms are at. Like, are they nearly finished? Are they falling behind? Is everyone going to finish this week? We don't touch on any of that because they're all just, this drama's really drama drama. And you're like, God damn it. Yep. Um, then they go to Mitch and Mark's and basically I wrote down their initials to write down some notes on this, but they, there was nothing. Nothing happened. Literally nothing. Then we had a, a great moment in the episode. Andy being the man that he is decides to cook a roast for everyone. Well, he says he's going to have a roast. Oh, very good. Wordplay. And then Deb's like, I'm not peeling potatoes or cooking anything. And he's like, don't even worry about it. I got it sorted. I got it under control. All right. Come on, hit us. Hey. Hit us. Hey, Tess, how's um, how's your rest going? What rest? You're sleeping. Don't have any. Why is that? Look, if you want to catch up on your Z's, um, remember there's Freedom Car Park. Which happened? 
It did. It did happen. It happened. We have proof. <sighs> yes. I mean that. Hey, um, how do you like it, Jesse? It's not finished. It's pretty nice, isn't it? It's pretty nice. It isn't Moritz, but um, nah, it's not Moritz. But it's pretty nice, eh? How soon is too soon? There is nothing when it comes to Andy. If it happened a minute ago, he's gonna have a joke about he's it, and I love it. that. Yeah, that's so all you can good. do is just laugh it off. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I'm gonna wet myself. <laughs> I love the fact the way that Jesse and Mel reacted to that. They're just like. Look, you got to have a laugh at yourself sometimes. Yeah, they were cracking up. And Mitch and Mark were not. Yes. They were super uptight. So they decide to leave early. They decide to leave early and go back to their room and mope. National television. I think Jesse used the opportunity to grandstand and then set me up for um, judge and jury on camera. The friendship I thought I had, it was just dust i don't think uh jesse set him up to be judge judy at all (laughs) very good hot fuzz joke don't make me laugh when i'm getting so angry i'm ready to yeah we're renting away the kind of opinions that'll drive you insane so what really annoys me is the fact that they were caught out cheating and then they try to use this as a diversion tactic. You mean lying? Lying, cheating. It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> it's all the same. That Then they try to use this as a diversion tactic and while we were texting over it last night, you said it pretty well, that they've got this like victim complex. Yeah. Where because they've been part of the minorities for so long, they feel like everyone's against them and then... They're almost at the point where they use that as a defense of their terrible actions as a human being. Well, yeah, I thought it was um, nice of Mitch, though, to explain what he was about to do before he'd done it by accusing Jesse of doing it. He's like, oh, Jesse's grandstanding to obfuscate and then proceeds to do that when people tell you what they're going to do or tell you what they're going to do after or before they're about to do it. So, so your favourite part of, like, a superhero movie is when the villain's monologuing? Yes, I love that part. Biding their time so that they can get done? No, well, you see it a lot. Like, uh, Donald Trump does it all the time, where he's all like, oh, they're taking money from other countries. All the people who are against me are taking all the money from foreign countries. And you're like, you mean you are doing that? <laughs> no, no, it's all them. I hope we don't lose all of Donald Trump followers after this tweet. I hope we do. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um... But yeah, it was nice of him to do that. He's like, oh, I'm about to do this and I'm going to say Jesse's doing that, but watch me now as I do it. Do Grandstand you? time. Everyone's against me. Boo, boo, boo. They're being so mean by pointing out the things I say and do. One thing that I just want to bring up is what annoys me the most out of it is that Mitch can act and carry on the way that he wants, but he brings Mark down, who I think is a genuine good person, oh, yeah. who basically just has to defend him all the time yeah. for his poor actions. This isn't the first time they've blown up the Lux. It's something that they've said or done, blamed everyone else, said everyone's against us, this is everyone else's fault, and there's literal footage of them. Like, I don't know, yelling party, party, party house, or lying about things. Yeah. 
Uh, if you'll indulge me, is it all right if I just read out what Jesse's um, Instagram said? Absolutely. Let's give it a read. <coughs> so he said, oh my God, quick Mel, we need to throw away the Bell Magazine's Beaumont Tiles catalogue and the Freedom Furniture catalogue. In fact, it all has to go. Delete Instagram and Pinterest or you'll be accused of cheating. If one team can be inspired from the Parker Hotel Palm Springs, then we should all be allowed to be inspired. Now stop throwing stones in your glass house. Yeah, but I thought this was the Oslo, not the glass house. Yes, very <laughs> good. You know your block. Yeah, I wrote that joke like four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just want to read something that I think is the best. This was on Facebook. Well, it was on Twitter, sorry. A bloke goes, Mitch and Mark are deceitful and troublemakers. Jesse and Mel handled the situation well. Mitch buys everything as is when he walks into a shop. Pretty sure that's cheating, champ. Yeah, like we've talked about. He literally walks into Freedom and goes, that display, give me everything. And it's like, I'm a design genius. I bought the display. I guess it's time for us to do some predictions this week. And this is probably the hardest week for me personally. Well, we've just seen so little of the rooms too. Yeah. Like we've seen the drawings, but that doesn't mean that's what they've done. And they've really been given a cash influx. Yeah. Influx sort of thing. Big cash boost. Yeah. So uh, do you want to go first? Who do you think is going to win? Well, I think I'm going to put my money on Andy and Deb for three in a row, baby. Because of that reason, I'm not going to go with them. Yep. I personally think that Jesse and Mel should win. I think it would be hard for them to lose. Yeah. But I'm going to go Matt and Elise because I don't like anything in their room, so that should get them to win. (laughs) I like their floor. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I hate their chairs. I hate the turret fireplace. Yeah, I don't... Is the floor enough to save it, though? Absolutely. In you know the judges? The judges? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the judges, mate. They could pick anything. I mean, they gave Mitch and Mark that terrible bathroom with the canary yellow tiles. Yeah. Uh, who do you so, want to lose? Or who do you think is going to lose, I should say? I I think, um, looking at them, I think Luke and Tess will lose because they had to do that built-in table. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Oh, we got a little extra help in the uh, Freddy's, studio. Freddie's writing our scripts for us now, so yeah. keep writing, buddy. Oh well, you've gone Tess and Luke. I wanted to go Tess and Luke as well. Oh, all right, I'll change mine then. Well, I want to go Mitch and Mark just out of spite, but I've, yes, the judges seem to love them for some reason. I'll wow. just go Andy and Deb to fall from grace. You can have Tess and Luke. I'll go Andy and Deb to lose. All righto, great. Um, well, I don't know. I think Jesse and Mel's room is really nice. Yeah. And what we've seen of it, like that um, timber work that's a speaker for their surround sound. Yeah, so it's a bit of like art, yeah, like functional. that looks amazing. And if we could actually see Jesse's like uh, tile uh, f- fireplace front. Thing, yeah, the hearth, I guess yeah, you'd call it. Yeah, the faux marble, marble tiles. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, if we could see it, I could get an idea. But like I said... We just decided not to see any of the rooms this week. If I can make one more bold prediction. Oh, bold predictions. I think that the judges are going to contradict themselves and instead of going function over style, Whoa. they're going to be like, oh, these occasional chairs that are uncomfortable yep. look great, so that's what wins rooms, as opposed to we should just have a lounge so people can lounge in a living room. Ah. Oh ridiculous oh god i'm so wound up this episode. obviously we're just peons and we don't understand the eclecticism of style and or of saint kilda or whatever yeah you know that suburb that has its totally own style <laughs> isn't connected to any other melbourne town but i hate where they have like a couple of chairs and a couch that don't match yeah just get a couch 
and a recliner. It's super functional and comfy. The reason people get recliners and couches is they're comfy. They don't get 15 occasional chairs because they're uncomfortable. That's why they're called occasional because you don't sit in them very bloody long. Maybe it's to get rid of people. Did you have any other thoughts on the episode or? Um, I did, but Freddie stole my notes, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, basically on Sunday, we're going to have the reveal. Mitch uh, carries on. Rude shocks to be had. Rude shocks to be had. So, uh, I guess uh, if you can share the pod, you don't even have to, like, sharing it on Facebook's awesome, but even just telling a friend, that really helps. Uh, we've yeah, got get a c- it out there. a couple of new people on the Facebook page, Maximum Blockage. Yep. So, thank you everyone who's liking that. Absolutely. And if you want to email us, you can get us at MaximumBlockage at Outlook.com. My name's Pam. Oh, good work. And Freddie wants everyone to see his name. Yeah, good That's working, mate. All right. Thanks Bye. Versus. Bye. Are you Australia's next blockhead? We're looking for fun, motivated, hardworking couples to be on the next series of The Block. If you love renovating and you think you have what it takes, head to ninenow.com.au forward slash The Block. Be quick. Sold. It's tools down on application soon.